Let's talk Tanya for the 15th of Shvat, Chamisha Asar Bishvat. In yesterday's Tanya, we spoke about how every time a person does an Avera, a person sins, that is the ultimate expression of the disunity of God, um, idolatry. And as we explained, it's actually even worse than idolatry to a certain extent, worse than an idol, because an idol or the spiritual forces of idolatry, they are subordinate to God, the klipos. The Alter Rebbe actually explains, based on this, a saying of the sages, it says that, um, why was the person created last? The human being was created on the sixth day of creation after everything. He says that this way, if a person doesn't behave appropriately, we tell the person, Yitush Kadmach, which means that even a gnat was created before you. What is the significance of that? Dr. Rebbe says the gnat symbolizes the worst possible klipa, because a gnat, it ingests, but it doesn't let anything out, which represents klipa, because klipa is self-centered. It just takes in, takes in, and it doesn't give. But a person who sins is even lower than the gnat, because ultimately, even the gnat, which, which represents the lowest klipa, the lowest klipa also, the lowest spiritual klipa, doesn't dare defy God. A person who sins is actually defying God. And based on this, the Alter Rebbe explains a saying of the sages in the Talmud, which says, Ein adam avera ella shtos, which means that if a person sins, the only explanation possible is that that person was possessed by a spirit of temporary insanity. Sin is essentially insanity, which raises the question, why? You want to say sin is evil? I get it. You want to say that it's rebelling against God? Okay, but insanity? The joke is said about a woman who comes crying to her rabbi and says, my son went meshuga, my son went crazy. The rabbi says, what happened? He says, so she says, well, my son, he's uh, dancing with, uh, with chickses, and he's eating chazer, dancing with non-Jewish girls, and he's eating pig. The rabbi says, that's not meshuga, that's perfectly normal. If you told me that he was dancing with pigs and eating shiksas, that's not normal. But what you're describing is perfectly normal behavior. It's not what God wants your son to be doing, but it's not meshuga. Why is doing an avera? Why is sinning? Why is that insanity? But now we understand. After the last few chapters and putting everything together, it makes sense. As a Jew, I'd be willing to give up my life so as not to bow down to an idol, not to bow down to a cross, for example. At the same time, this same Jew who would give up his or her life so as not to renounce their connection with God through renouncing their Judaism will sin. But what's the difference? As we just explained, every sin is the embodiment of idolatry. So why is it that a person would sin a person would say, converting to another religion, never ever, I'd give up my life for it. But this little sin over here, the little sin over there, or the big sin over here, that they're willing to do? The answer is it's insanity. The reason is the person creates an arbitrary red line and says, well, if I, if I were to uh, renounce my Judaism and bow down to an idol, so then I'm cut off from God, that's idolatry. But the other sins, eh, big deal. Still Jewish, still connected. But that's incorrect. Every sin, actually, as we explained, all of Judaism is a yes or a no. A mitzvah is a yes. yeah, A yes to God's unity. A sin is a no. Every sin is the same. Every sin is the same as idolatry in that regard. So the fact that a person does a sin when they would give up their life not to, uh, not to renounce to Judaism is nothing short of insanity. But this raises the obvious question. 
Really? Is there no difference whatsoever between one Aveira and the next? Between one sin and the next? There's so much that seems to imply otherwise. And that we will talk about in tomorrow's Tanya.